Hello, dear friends. Hope you all have been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. You are listening to Sunday worship message from the last day's ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with today's word, let us begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth in noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With a long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Psalm 119, verse 25 through 32. Psalm 119, verse 25 to 32. My soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken thou me according to thy word. I have declared my ways, and thou heardest me. Teach me thy statutes. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So shall I talk of thy wondrous works. My soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according unto thy word. Remove from me the way of lying, and grant me thy law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck unto thy testimonies. O Lord, put me not to shame. I will run the way of thy commandments, when thou shalt enlarge my heart. King David confessed that he was created in sin in his mother's womb after he had committed adultery and murder. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Psalm 51 verse 5 Because of this, he cried out to the Lord, realizing his soul had no choice but to follow the temptations of the sinful flesh, because his soul was attached to the body of sin made of dust. My soul cleaveth unto the dust, quicken thou me according to thy word. Psalm 119.25 He then begged for salvation of his soul. O Lord, rebuke me not in thine anger, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. My soul is also sore vexed, but thou, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver my soul. O save me 
for thy mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave who shall give thee thanks? I am weary with my groaning all the night. Make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Mine eye is consumed because of grief. It waxeth old because of all mine enemies. Psalm 6, verse 1 through 7. He praised God's word after his soul was quickened by it. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Psalm 56, verse 4. Then in Psalm 56, 10, In God will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. According to David's testimony, all people are born as sinners with sins in their hearts and the flesh due to the sins of the first man, Adam. God created man in his own image and likeness, breathed his spirit unto him, and he became a living soul. However, unfortunately, because sin came in, the spirit died, and the living soul became attached to the body of sin, forcing it to commit sin. Apostle Paul testified that although all people had the body of sin and were unable to see the glory of God, they could be restored to life again by grace through the word of Christ, the one and only way. Romans three twenty-three and 24, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. King David, whose soul was saved from being stuck in the dust by the word of God, gave thanks to God. Psalm 30, verse 1 through 3. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up, and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave, thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. The Apostle Paul testified of the gospel of Christ, which the New Testament saints must be saved by. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Romans 1.16 Apostle Peter testified about what must be saved, when believing in the gospel of Christ. 1 Peter 1, verse 8 and 9. Whom, having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Upon birth, like King David, everyone's souls are attached to the body of sin, and they are in a position where they have no choice but to perish after committing sins for the rest of their lives. That soul must be separated from the body of sin and get saved. Apostle Paul testified that the soul is freed from the body of sin and saved only by the word of God. For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 
4, verse 12. The Apostle Paul testified of the circumcision of Christ. When the word of God enters into the believer, when he believed in the gospel of salvation, separating the soul from the body of sin, as he is saved. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. Colossians 2, 9-12 The Apostle Paul also testified of whose souls were saved through the circumcision of Christ and came to live in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, 17-19 Therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, Christians who have received salvation of their soul through the circumcision of Christ and are born again of the Holy Spirit must live a holy life until the day of Christ arrives. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and testified. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 3-6 through 6. The Apostle Peter testified that Christians must live holy lives by purifying their souls. 1 Peter 1, verse 22 Seeing ye have purified your souls and obeying the truth, through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. The Apostle Paul, when writing to the church of Ephesus, also exhorted them to be purified, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Ephesians 5, 26 and 27. He also testified about the lives of those who belong to Christ who will partake in the rapture when he wrote unto the saints in Galatia. Galatians 5, 24. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Amen. Blessings to you in the name of Christ Jesus. Have a wonderful week.